All right, we are back. This is family-friendly Fort Lauderdale. And I, when I say we're back, we took a little hiatus over the summer months. We took a little break, but we're back with some exciting news. And today, I'm going to bring on our guest, Michelle Palmasano, joining us from the Stranahan House right in downtown Fort Lauderdale. I'm excited for this conversation because, Michelle, I know you guys have you have stuff coming up this fall, this winter, exciting events, and you guys are right in the heart of downtown Fort Lauderdale, like right on the river, right amidst all the restaurants, the foot traffic. It's, it's, there's something special about Stranahan House. It's like so distinctly Fort Lauderdale. It is, it really is. You know, honestly, I, um, I'm a transplant here, I guess. And so when I started working here about a year ago, I had seen the house, I knew about the house, but I fell in love with it in the past year because of exactly what you just said. It is the heart of Fort Lauderdale. So. You know, you you bring up a great point. So our family is also, a, you know, relatively new to South Florida. In fact, this newsletter, the podcast, it all started because we moved into South Florida and there was just so many cool things going on. And it always felt like we were, you know, we'd find out on Monday or Tuesday that this really cool thing that happened on the weekend. So we started making a list and sharing. That's, that's literally the origin story of this. And, and also, I think a lot of our readers, a lot of our listeners on the podcast, they're also relatively new to South Florida, and they're just amazed at how many cool things are going on. And listen, Fort Lauderdale's got the nightlife, but there's a lot happening for families. And, you know, if, it, if you want something more than the restaurants and the music at night, there's, there's tons of stuff going on. You guys have, you guys have a big one coming up uh, on the 22nd. Of September. So tell us a little bit about the, the Founding Families Fall Festival. So when I, because I'm a transplant, I had to learn about the Stranahan House and really understand more than it being the oldest house in Fort Lauderdale. And what I learned, and I ended up loving history because of it, I learned that, sorry, that's part of being in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> that is, that is being on the river in Fort Lauderdale. It's like the real deal. <laughs> yeah, it is the real deal. I love deal. it. So I you know, decided I had to learn about it, but besides hearing that it was the oldest house and I started interviewing families and people I knew that I, you know, that I knew were second generation Fort Lauderdale. And in doing that, I realized, you know what? I need to go another generation up. So I went to the third generation and I learned so much about the history and I fell in love with the connections with how this city has developed. You know, to me, Fort Lauderdale was spring break, was, you know, a party town, but there's so much more. And it's really important if we don't keep this history up, it's, it's gonna, it's, we're gonna lose it. And I, so I decided, you know, with the, with our team or whatever, with everybody that works here, we decided we needed to recognize and um, have an event where we bring people back to the Stranahan house and what better way than recognizing those families that have made an impact in Fort Lauderdale. So, yeah, I love I love the tie-in that the history that you guys have created, this sort of past, present, future of talking about founding families. And of course, the Stranahan name, you know, it's on the house, it's on the high school, it's you know, it is such a big part of the history here in Fort Lauderdale. In our little school, we have a picture of Ivy Stranahan on the wall. She's one of our, 
you know, patron saints of the school because of what she did on the educational side. So can you give folks a little bit of background about the family itself so they can kind of put the pieces together, how Frank came to Fort Lauderdale, where, you know, how he and Ivy came together, the, the one room schoolhouse, all that, all that good stuff. So Frank came here because there are a couple of reasons, but mainly he had some food allergies, some health issues, and his doctor suggested fresh air, being outside would be better, um, being, you know, where the temperature, where the climate is, Fort Lauderdale climate. So he came here, he had a cousin here, and, and he came here to work and help out with the family the, and the fairy. Um, and then the training post started, and Ivy was our first teacher. So Ivy was here because Ed King was here, and he had, I don't know, three or four kids, I can't remember, but he had enough kids to almost make a classroom. So there were so many kids you had to have in order to um, afford a teacher. And he got a, another family came in, and that got enough kids to be able to get a teacher. So Ivy came from Lemon City, which is basically Miami, and she was our first teacher. And Ivy was a lot younger than Frank, and if you know anything about Ivy, she is a, was a spitfire. She was um, a force to be reckoned with I, I, way before her time. You know, she told Frank he had to do three things before she would marry him. So th that didn't happen in 1900. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it just didn't. So she was a very strong woman and they fell in love and they got married. And, you know, there's, we don't know for sure, but apparently she couldn't be married and teach in the school system. But we think that that's, um, a fallacy. We're not really sure that that's true. So it's not true. Apparently we're finding that out, but she wanted to be a homemaker and teach. She loved teaching and she fell in love with the seminal children. So she, they had a trading post and you know, they, the parents would come and do their trading with Frank and it was, it would go into the night, um, to the point where they would sleep over on, on Frank's camp and Ivy would see these children and try to connect with them. But it was hard because, you know, at that point, she's the white woman, you know, that's the, they, they, they trusted Frank, but they didn't know anybody else. But they came to trust Ivy. She um, would teach them different words. She would play music for them. And they ended up loving her. Like, I, I actually talked to one of the um, seminal, seminals that knew Ivy. She bought him his first pair of shoes. And I talked to him recently. And, you know, the story he said to me, he said, she not only bought me my first pair of shoes, she bought me several pairs of shoes because she wanted us to get an education. And she said we had to be dressed properly to go to school. And that was mm. when they started going to, you know, a regular school. So the, the conversation today is, you know, so much bigger than just Ivy Stranahan. But I love that we started there because, you know, she is considered the mother of Fort Lauderdale in many ways. She had this a uh, strong start in, in education. Um, and then in her later years was just such a strong champion of the Seminoles, uh, in the area, the connection to the Seminole tribe, um, founding families, life was not easy for these frontier families. Now we see this beautiful Stranahan house right on the river, but can you kind of paint a picture? I think so folks can understand what it was like, a you know, hundred, 115 years ago to be in Florida. Remember, this is before the air conditioning. You guys know it's hot out there right now. Imagine, you know, you, you know, there's a, there was a lot going on. I can just say mosquitoes, horrible. Yeah. Well, like it's, I hate mosquitoes today, 
from the way it was described back then, I can't even imagine. I mean, it was horrible. Trees everywhere, no buildings, no roads, no bridge to the beach. Like that was one of the things that Frank wanted was to be able to make it, um, you know, a tourist attraction. He wanted it to be a tourist attraction. So that was why we got our first bridge. And, you know, when we talk about founding families, that's when I started to fall in love with Fort Lauderdale because I found one of the families that bought that first bridge company that built our first bridge. So it's pretty cool to talk to, you know, the ancestors of those people. So there were, you know, water moccasins. It was awful. It was just, you know, it was hard to live. No AC and bugs. Yeah, so. not, not an easy life. Uh, but I think that the vision that was cast uh, for what this uh, city could become and has been carried through. I mean, we've, we've had... We've had some of the city leaders here on the podcast as well, talking about the, the planning that goes in. Uh, I want to come back to the festival because that's coming up. It's right around the corner. You guys are doing a ton of work uh, for folks out there. Let's see. I think I have this on a banner. Give me a second here. I'm going to put a banner up so folks can see this. Um, so yes, October, uh, sorry, September 22nd, not, and let's get that fixed. What was I thinking? Getting ahead of myself. It's okay. September it's 22nd. There we go. All right. So we got it fixed. Uh, September 22nd, the Founding Family Fall Festival. What do you guys have on the docket? So it's going to be, you know, this is, this is what we're trying to accomplish. We want to make Granahan House the center of the community again. And if you do not know this, it was the very first community center. So our goal, and it was upstairs. Stairs were outside. That's how you got to the community center. And... Our goal is to take what was the first community center and make it the center of the community again. So we are going to have food trucks, you know, some uh, beer, uh, Prosecco truck. Um, we're going to have like a little area for pumpkin, for pictures with pumpkins, you know, a photo op in front of the house, which Miranda Farms is helping us with. Um, we're going to have music. And then the main thing is, and it's going to be in the very beginning because it's going to be hard to gather everybody, you know, because it's there's going to be games in the... Um, uh, the Laura Ward Park area. So there's going to be, it's gonna, people are going to be everywhere. So, but the very, the main purpose is to recognize those families that have made an impact from the beginning back then to now. So we're going to give out some awards. We found these really cool, um, it's, a, it's a piece of history and we're going to hand those out to several families. And then we have a lot of honoree families that we also want to hand it out to. Um, so it's been, it's been a fun project. I have met with some amazing, like amazing people to the point that it's not even in our, his, our history books. Some of the things I've learned. So it's been pretty cool. Yeah, this is, this is games, great. I didn't know. Did, sorry, go ahead. Finish your thought. It's just games, drinking, fun, family fun. It's free and it's for everybody from kids all the way to grandparents. A uh, couple of things I want to highlight. So I, I love that you're doing the awards. I didn't know about that part of it. Um, this is right, right there downtown. So you've got the Stranahan house proper. Then you have the, the tunnel top park, Laura Ward Plaza. It's right by the river. There are restaurants all around. You mentioned the food trucks coming in. So there's going to be activities. And this is, uh, this is an evening event, which is a little bit different because a lot of folks, you know, we have a lot of the festivals on, on weekends and middle of the day. It's going to be in the evening. It's a great time to to come out and walk and you know see Las Olas and and see the shops and the restaurants and and you guys being right in the heart of it. I'm really excited for this one. 
Well, we used to have happy hours here. So I, you know, I've met some people that have said they met their spouse at the happy hours that were here 20, 30 years ago. And so, you know, we have a lot of young parents, but then we, if they're, you know, grandparents are still around because as of some of the people I've met with, we're trying to get that whole age group. So we want families. It is a family event. We are trying to make it, like I said, the center of the community again and bring back, you know, that Fort, we can't lose that Fort Lauderdale feeling. It's, it's, it's a pretty cool town. It, it is. And it, it's, it's a cool town with a lot going on. And what I, what I've witnessed firsthand is uh, a lot of people bringing their piece to the picture. So a lot of, you know, you might not feel like you're one of the founding families because you're new to Fort Lauderdale. We're one of those families too, but folks are bringing the energy, the interest, the excitement and coming together. And, and that is the founding part of it. It's that, that sense of community and collaboration, all these cool things going on. Um, in a moment, Michelle, I want to come back. I want to talk to you uh, about some of the things that you guys have coming up later in the year because Stranahan House is kind of famous, if you guys didn't know that, about for the holidays and more. So we'll explore that in a moment. Uh, I do have to get a quick read in from our sponsor. So the sponsor uh, for today's show is actually Acton Academy Fort Lauderdale. So that's our school. That's where I'm recording from. Right okay. now, I'm, I'm here at the school. And for folks who don't know the connection, you know, we, 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 we also, so our school started downtown right next door to the one-room schoolhouse at History Fort Lauderdale. That's why uh -huh. I mentioned uh, Ivy Stranahan is on our wall here at the school. Um, so we're over on 31st Avenue now. We're actually going to be participating in the festival on the 22nd. We're coming in with our table when we do community events. We create uh, thumb buddies, which is a thumbprint. You you uh, put your thumbprint on paper, and then you turn that thumbprint into a little creature of many different sorts. Sometimes they're fish or turtles or monsters or aliens or whatever people want, but they create uh, uh, each child who participates, child of any age who participates, uh, creates their artwork. It's unique, of course, because it's their thumbprint. Uh, and then we we print that on a piece of paper and we create a badge out of it. So not only do you get to walk away with your your thumb buddy, but you get to wear it proudly because you can put it on your shirt, your backpack, whatever you want. This has just been a fun activity that we've been doing as we do the community events. So we're excited to bring this as part of the fall festival. So my son is 23 and I still have his thumb. That's awesome. Yes. Yes. It's, it is a hundred percent unique artwork. You can't, you can't get rid of it once you create one of these and, and it's a fun activity to not only make it, but to have something afterwards. Uh, Michelle, I want to come back. So big event coming up on September 22nd, uh, share with us kind of project into the year of some of the other big events that you guys do that folks need to have on their radar and plan for going forward. So the things that I had heard about for the 28 years I've lived in Fort Lauderdale that we are bringing back and they're amazing. So you cannot miss them. Victorian Christmas. It's, it's awesome. Um, the house is beautiful the way they decorate it. So it makes, it feels like Christmas, uh, cookies with Santa. It's great for the kids. You know, it's a great opportunity. Um, you take your picture with Santa Claus and it's right on the river, uh, craft fair. We've been doing that again. Um, the history happy hour. Those are awesome, especially, you know, education is history. <laughs> That's, they go hand in hand. So we're just trying to educate and get everybody understanding why we're here. Um, we'd just love you to visit our website and 
see all the different events that we have so that we can get more, you know, we want everybody back on property. And because of the construction, we, we had a little break and we want to bring everyone back. We also are going to do yoga on the river. That's been, you know, we're renting the riverfront. We do different events on the river. So if you have, you know, prom pictures, if you have an event where you want to, an engagement pro a proposal or engagement pictures, you can rent the riverfront and take pictures there and you can rent it for an hour. So there's so many opportunities. A lot of, there's been a lot of um, like pre-wedding parties, things like that. Yeah, you guys really are the centerpiece right in the middle of, of all the action. And thanks for sharing the other events that are coming up, because I think I think you're right. You know, it's an opportunity to to get out and and have fun while also getting a little sense of history at the same time. Uh, Michelle, I have one last question for you. This one's a little bit of a projection. You might have to guess at it, but you've been interviewing and talking to families. So I think if anybody might have a perspective on this, um, what do you think, you know, uh, if I were to share my time traveling machine uh, with the world and we went back and we picked up Frank and Ivy and we brought them to the event on the 22nd and they could see their legacy played out with this founding family fall festival. What do you think some of the thoughts, obviously it would be overwhelming the technology and everything else, but what do you think their impression would be of modern Fort Lauderdale that has also integrated with their home rate in the middle of all these high rises downtown and everything else. What do you think would be going on in their head? They would be so happy that their legacy has lived on. That would be the main thing. I, you know, Ivy, it, she had such, you know, she had such a strong feeling with making the community working together and making everyone um, helping each other. And I think that that is what she would love. She would love the fact that Las Olas, that there are three businesses on Las Olas that are still here, you know, from the beginning and that they support each other. Um, just really supporting each other and the fact that it has thrived and grown to what they wanted. They wanted it to be a tourist attraction and it has far surpassed what they envisioned. Yeah, it really has. It's become so much more. Michelle, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us a little bit. We're excited for the event coming up. I hope other folks out there will will get out and, and enjoy it as well. Again, it's it's 5 to 8 p.m., so it's a nighttime event. It's going to be a little bit cooler because of that. And listen, night, to, to walk in the evening down by the river on the Riverwalk, on Las Olas, is, I, it's one of the reasons we're here in Fort Lauderdale. It's, it's one oh, of the things that we so, so much enjoy. Uh, maybe, maybe we can entice you to come back around the holidays to talk a little bit more about the Victorian Christmas. That might be a fun conversation to have as well. But thank you for taking the time. We really appreciate you. I appreciate you doing this. Thank you. It's, we thank Memorial Healthcare and we're thank you, looking forward to our event, September 22nd. Yeah, it's important to get the sponsors in there because folks, you know, all these great events that are happening in your community, without the sponsorships, a lot of times it wouldn't be possible. There's folks hard at work to make this work, but uh, the volunteers and the sponsors both uh, power from behind. So Absolutely. thanks, everyone. We'll see you in our next episode of Family Friendly Fort Lauderdale.